Greetings and salutations. Hi. I'm Josh Belcher. Get the super sauce. I'll change into my super suit. <laughs> this is Uncharted. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, shapes, sorts, and sizes. This is Josh Belcher, host of the Uncharted Podcast. We finally made it. Episode 100. Let me start out by saying thank you very, very much to the audience. Uh, You could be doing anything, anywhere with anyone. You're here listening to my podcast, showing support. I'm truly grateful. I love it with all of my being. And uh, God willing, be doing a hundred more. So thank you so much for taking the time. Got an awesome lineup of guests this week. We've got Danny Count Coker from Count Customs. Uh, also, he's got a kicking band called Count Seventy Seven. Be sure to check them out. We discuss that a whole lot more. And we've got a new wrestling sensation. He's been at it for a while, but he's making waves right now uh, with the Rhodes Wrestling Academy, catching the eye of Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Gold Dust. Uh, this wrestler's name is Chad Lennox, and he was kind enough to take some time out of his busy schedule to be on the Uncharted podcast and help us celebrate episode 100. I'll go ahead and explain to you. I've told you before, but... Uh, Go ahead and give you a little backstory uh, since we've got to 100. What made me start this little podcast in the first place? Um, I had watched the uh, document, uh, the documentary on Muscle Shoals, Alabama, about Fame Studios and Muscle Shoals Sound Studios, respectively. Fell in love with the place. Uh, saw that it was only two hours away from where I live in Columbia, Tennessee. Took the trip. Uh, it was a phenomenal experience. Very moving, very emotional, very spiritual, very palpable energy uh, in that famed studios. As I went into the doors for the first time and listened to all the, uh, you know, sounds of the many, many people that had recorded many hits there, like Aretha Franklin. Um, oh my gosh, Dwayne Allman. Uh, the list goes on and on. That's all I can think about right now without mumbling my words. Um, but fantastic, and I wanted to share it on an outlet, uh, so I decided to start this uh, podcast. I first called it the Josh Belcher Experience as a tribute to Jimi Hendrix, unbeknownst to me and being ignorant of podcasts. I knew Joe Rogan had one, did not know it was called The Experience, so I didn't want to step on the toes of the GOAT, the greatest podcaster of all time, so I pondered a little bit and I named it Uncharted. Now, the reason I gave it that name is because every interview, every person is unique, and uh, it's totally uncharted territory. You never know where the conversation is going to go, where it might lead, and it's always an adventure. So we changed it to the Josh Belcher Uncharted Podcast. Uh, The original themes, um, we've had um, trying to get a musician, an entertainer, a stand-up comedian per every episode, And there for a while we were doing something called the Yeti's Burger Dress, uh, where we'd interview people who have had encounters with Sasquatch and other uh, beings like UFOs, etc. We might reprise that for one uh, special episode uh, for the uh, two-year episode, which is right down the uh, line here. Uh, My first ever musical guest was Sam Madewell, my first uh, guest of entertainment was um, the proprietor of the Superman Museum there in Metropolis, Illinois. Uh, His name uh, 
uh, let's see, I can't remember off the top of my head, I'm not looking right now, but anyway, super interview, gave me a lot of information about his awesome collection of Superman memorabilia, the largest in the world. And from there, we went on to tons of amazing guests, and here we are. So, uh, let me go ahead and wish you, uh, by the time you listen to this, a uh, few days away will be Easter Sunday, so I want you to have the best you can possibly have. Enjoy your family, friends, and loved ones. Be safe, be peaceful, and let's uh, get on with this 100th episode of the Uncharted Podcast. Hey, and away we go. Our next guest on the Uncharted Podcast really doesn't need introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. Danny the Count Coker. Now, you recognize that name from History Channel's Counts Customs. I recently discovered he has a kicking rock and roll band called Counts 77. Now, we talk about that and a whole lot more. And that's coming up right now on the Uncharted Podcast. Enjoy. Well, hey, uh, Danny, first of all, thank you so much. I've been a fan forever. Um, you're so delightful to watch and entertaining. And just a thrill to get you on the Uncharted Podcast. Thank you for taking the time. Josh, you are a total gentleman. I thank you so much for having me, man, and thank you for the kind words. It's a pleasure to be here, my man. Yeah, you just uh, uh, not to blow any sand up your your skirt, but you just seem like the coolest guy ever. And 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 watching you, uh, you know, uh, you know, for so long, I, I think is a true deal. And let me tell you what happened. Um, being here in Music City, you know, Nashville, uh, everybody's a musician or knows one. And I just happened to, I just had total shoulder replacement, and I'm watching one of your shows. And you restored this cool van for your guitar player. Found out you were in a band. Listened to some songs. Uh, started out, of course, with Summer of '77. I was like, man, uh, Count '77. You guys rock your socks off. Big, big fan now for sure. Brother, thank you very much, man. I I really appreciate that. And uh, and uh, you know what 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 a lot of people don't know about me was uh, music was the first thing in my life. Then came motorcycles, and then came cars. And uh, I find myself fortunate uh, in, in, in this time in my life where I'm still doing um, music, motorcycles, and cars. And uh, it's just, it's just a, a straight-up blessing, man. I'm, 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 I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And, you know, as far as Count 77 is, is concerned, this, the, the, the band's been together now for about 12 years, believe it or not. And... Um, you know, we uh, we're 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 a true band of brothers, man. We we're we're all like same age group, same era. Grew up on the same type of music, and uh, just love playing together. And uh, we were fortunate enough to have Mike Varney uh, from Shrapnel Records catch one of our shows and yeah. uh, signed us in with Shrapnel Records, which is now part of Sony. And we've uh, we've got a couple of original records out. We're working on a third record right now. And uh, it's it's the greatest thing in my life because you know we're um, we're very busy here at Counts Customs building cars and motorcycles and uh, and doing a television show you know for for the History Channel counting cars we're 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 just constantly busy and um, the band is is the thing that really feeds my soul I get to go uh, rehearse and uh, and play with the band and, and and do things and it's just it's just good for the soul. Feeds my soul. You know that music. Music feeds the soul, man. It does. And I imagine as as busy as you are, a man of many talents, uh, it's a good outlet as well to be able to perform and kind of just let loose. I mean, it's it's a professional thing, but 
it's it's a great way of expression, at least in my opinion. By all means, you know the 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 last year has been insane with the lockdowns. Uh, uh, seventy-seven count seventy-seven. You know we we do uh, we do a lot of uh, uh, road dates uh, throughout the year. You know we'll uh, but 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 because I'm here at the shop every day. You know they're they're fly dates. We'll fly out on a Friday and we're back on a Sunday night. You know we'll play a couple of dates somewhere. You know uh, around the country. But over this last year with the lockdown, it's been just you know uh, insane. You know we haven't been able to get out. We haven't been able to play. Haven't been able to do things. It's been making us crazy. Yeah. But uh, here as of recently, you know, I own, a, I, I own a rock and roll club here in Las Vegas called uh, Vamped. And um, so we've been, uh, we've been starting to, to do some acoustic shows at the club. So here recently, Count 77 got up and did, uh, did a full acoustic show. It was fantastic. And we got to sit down and do rehearsals together, which just felt so good. And mm-hmm. then got on stage and did an acoustic show. Uh, which was just an absolute blast not too long ago, and now we're in full rehearsals for uh, fully plugged-in uh, melt-your-face rock and roll shows, <laughs> and uh, we've got uh, uh, we're, we're 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 booking dates for uh, for later this this year, starting uh, starting late in the summer, uh, and getting ready to start flying around the country again and playing dates. And I can't wait, Josh. I'm losing yeah. my mind. So uh, you're right. It feeds your soul when you walk out on that stage, and you're out there for 90 minutes or two hours, uh, uh, just pouring your soul out and going crazy. It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, and and what I like about it is that uh, it sounds good. You guys sound good. I mean, there are plenty of celebrities that are in bands, you know, and bless their hearts, as we say here in the hillbilly south. But they give it the old college try. But you guys, your camaraderie, the 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 talent, the professionalism, uh, your vocals. Just uh, love it, man. I I I'm, I couldn't believe I didn't discover it until I watched that episode. But um, I figure maybe you'll be in Nashville sometime. I know you got a lot of friends uh, roaming around in this area. Well, Josh, I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot to me. The uh, I can't give enough kudos to to the guys in the band. Ever everybody, uh, uh, you know, is is seasoned, uh, long time uh, uh, players. And uh, and like I said, myself, I grew up in music. My father was a musician. He brought me up in music. So all you know, I just I literally grew up in it, and mm-hmm. uh, and was was very involved in music for many years in my life. And then uh, I'm going to say 12 years ago or so, something like that. Uh, five out of six of us in Count 77 ended up uh, on the stage at the same time on a jam night, just screwing around. And it just felt so good that afterwards we all kind of got together and started talking about it. And then we added the uh, the sixth member, uh, which is uh, Tommy Paris. We added uh, the sixth member when we started recording the first record. And it's all, you know, still the original. It's it's, it's all, we're, we're all still the same guys for, for the last 12 years. And so uh, I appreciate you saying that because the last thing I want to do is I don't want people to, to to put on the record and go, well, it's because he's got a TV show. No, I want, I want people to, 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 to listen to this and go, man, this is, this is really great. Um, new, what I, I call it brand new classic rock. So, so it's like, that's what I want people to, to, to take out of it and love it and not say, well, you know, it's because it's a TV show. So thank you for saying that because it means a lot to me, man. We, we work very hard and we take it, we take it really serious. Yes. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun and it feeds the soul, but we take it 
dead nuts serious, man. We take our music really serious. Thank you for yeah, noticing. Uh, no problem. Uh, like I said, I've been I've been blessed in my life. Uh, you know, I played music, but with this injury, I was a drummer, and I'm switching to bass. Uh, I'm a rhythmic guy. Rhythm's in my soul. But yeah, uh, with the podcasting, I've been fortunate enough to get to interview some people I really enjoy, yourself included. And you know, I'm listening to their music, and I won't name names, but it's like you know, like you said, it's like okay, this guy is in a band, but you know, the crowd's coming because, like you said, he or she's in this or that. But uh, listening to you guys, I was like, man, them guys, they're, they're polished, they sound great, the vocals are clean and crisp, and everybody is just leaning on each other, and everybody has their part. You can tell they, they practice and take it serious. And then what got me, what I really liked is, uh, you know, mentioning the same year the king went to heaven, um, because uh, what that expression brought to me is that living here, of course, I've been to Graceland, you know, a dozen times. And I can hold composure till I get to the end, and without fail, the, the the couple or the family ahead of me start crying, and like the sympathy pain, I'll start crying too. It's the craziest thing ever. So, man, I I I, I, I love it. I, I I really do. It it, it it means a lot. You know, uh, um, we have we have uh, we've got something to say in our music as well. I mean, this 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 there's something there. The songs are real. Uh, these songs are are things that. Uh, that I've been writing about for for a while. Uh, there there's stuff that other band members uh, in in the in the group have written about, and uh, there's a message in there. We've got we've got we've got something to say, and uh, if it, if it can if it can talk to people, man, you know I just feel I feel blessed to be able to do that. Yeah, and, and and you guys write your own lyrics, or are you guys is it a group effort, or are you primarily the songwriter? How does that work? Yeah, you know, uh yeah, I I I write uh um probably 90% of the lyrics is me. Uh probably man, probably 80% of uh, of the riffs is my lead guitar player Stony Curtis. He is absolutely amazing. Uh and then the rest of the band contributes and uh and then we work very closely with Mike Varney who is Shrapnel Records, but he's uh he's a very accomplished uh, accomplished musician himself. And uh, so he's more than just the record company. He, he kind of serves as the producer. So working with him in the studio is uh, is a blessing as well. But uh, yeah, most most of the lyrics uh, come out of this crazy scrambled brain of mine. And uh, <laughs> you know, and it's usually when I'm on the road. I I, I write a lot when I'm on the road. I I, I uh, always keep a, a notebook with me. I'm old school. I keep a notebook and a and, and a pen and uh and sit around and write and um that's where most of it comes from and then uh you know then we you know we 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 join it together with the music and try and make sense out of it so the songs are the songs are truly from the heart so there's uh the the uh, some of the songs are really hard some of the songs are very uh, heartfelt uh but there's uh there's a meaning in all of them there's this this there's something in there that uh that uh, is from the heart out of all of them. Yeah, and um, uh, the the songs are so uh, raw and like they they're so genuine. Uh, my next question is going to be: Do you uh, normally do you like pick a topic and just decide, okay, I'm going to write a song, or do you like, let's say, you just see something and draw inspiration? Uh, what's your approach to your songwriting? They just, you know, honestly, it just comes to me. To be honest with you, it's just it, the uh, it's just something that's. Um, Man, lots of times it's something that's that's just on my mind, and I start jotting down thoughts. 
Um, and uh, and that's what happens. It, it, I don't I don't think I purposely seek out a subject and 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 uh, and try and write something about a subject. I think it's it's more about what just comes to me. And um, you know, I tell you, uh, um, this is this is this is the God's honest truth here. You'll 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 appreciate this, but. Uh, you know, spent a large, large part of my youth growing up in the city of Detroit, which, which is just so in my heart and soul. And, um, you know, whenever I go to Detroit, I go there, uh, you know, under normal circumstances when, you know, when we're not all locked down and stuff, but, uh, I'm, I'm usually in Detroit maybe three times, three or four times in a, in a year. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of really wonderful places to, to stay in Detroit, but I like to stay at the uh, at the Renaissance Center, the Rensen, right downtown, you know where GM's got his, uh, you know, GM General Motors has got their uh, their corporate offices and stuff. It's a, it's those it's those five, you know, monster towers that are right right downtown across the street from Cobo Hall in, in Detroit. That's where I always like to stay. And so much of this music has been written uh, after maybe after a show we played. Or if I'm there for the uh, for the uh, the Detroit Auto Show, the North American Auto Auto Show, uh, I will go back to my room at the Renaissance Center in a tower, and uh, I will shut off all my lights and I will open up my drapes, and uh, you know the 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 rooms there they're they're small. It's like a business hotel, and it, the 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 one wall is uh, is is all windows from floor to ceiling. So I'll shut off all my lights. I'll open up my uh, my drapes. I'll sit on the floor, and I will look out over my city. I always call Detroit that's my city, and I'll sit there in the middle of the night because I can't sleep, and uh, and stare out at the city, and with my pad and my pen, and uh, so much of this music has been written doing just that, staring at the city of Detroit. I know that sounds crazy, but that's just my soul is there. Yeah, no, I understand. That's how I feel about Nashville. No, no matter where I go. Uh, and speaking of Detroit, uh, for my birthday in October, uh, I went to see Motown. Uh, yeah. And I wept. You know, here's a six foot tall, almost three hundred pound, thirty eight year old man, and, and and I've been wanting to see it so long. And when I finally hit the steps and think about what I'm about to experience, and the energy yeah. in there is palpable, like a force field. I, I started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't contain this. You know, the temptations are playing. I start dancing. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah. I'm with you, man. It's, it, it speaks to your soul. And there, there is, you know, I mean, again, you're, you're, you're living in a city of music as well. So, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, um, you know, Detroit, there's, there's, there's so much there to offer as far as a city that helped build the nation with the automotive industry, a city that, uh, that, that, that helped build music uh in so many different ways you know be it uh be it motown be it soul be it rock and roll be it whatever uh, so much of it came out of detroit you know you you're 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 living there in nashville where it's just you know good lord there's so much amazing music there and uh people that love music man they understand that it's so much more than just enjoying something that's pleasing to your ears it talks to your heart it talks to your soul and it's just a beautiful thing it's great, um, uh, and if if Motown wasn't enough for me, uh, another thing that threw me for a loop, uh, and I've never seen one <laughs> being from the South, but there were black squirrels there. Like I had to pull over and look at one. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You saw what there? <laughs> a black squirrel. Oh. 
love it. I love it. Absolutely, I, man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Uh, uh, be- awesome. Between uh, my uh, my grandfather was uh, a lot like your dad. Um, he worked at the Ford Glass Plant in Nashville for his entire life, forty plus years. And so I want that last part. I'm having I'm having a hard time hearing you, Josh. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Is this better? No, not really. Okay, let's let's try to do some reshuffling here. Yeah, I, I I apologize. I apologize for whatever reason. It it got it it got difficult hearing you. That's fine. I I'll just keep uh, moving around so I get something's working. How about now? I think I think I think we're okay. Let's try this. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. What I was saying is that uh, that was seeing the squirrels was between Motown and the Henry Ford Museum. Oh uh, yeah. My my grandfather worked at Ford Glass in Nashville for forty plus years. Oh, you're kidding me! No, so we, I've always had the connection to that, and and I wanted to go see Ford. He's he's older now and can't get around like he used to, but I took a picture of him, and every time I'd like <laughs> stop by, you know, an old uh, T model or something, I I pose the picture with him by the stuff. Um, but just an amazing city, like you said, uh, a powerhouse juggernaut. Uh, it's kind of sad in some areas where it's kind of like been beaten down a little bit, but I, I think Detroit's going to rise up in a big way. It's always going to be, you know, just Motor City. But I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, man, I I, I get it. And you know, you 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 talk about Ford. Uh, you know, Ford Motor Company is is I've got such a soft spot in my heart for it because you know my grandparents uh, came uh, came over on the boat. Uh, from Yugoslavia and uh, and landed in uh, in Detroit, and uh, most of my family on my father's side, you know, worked for Ford Motor Company at one time or another. And Ford Motor Company has just been, you know, very very good to my family over the years. So I've got such a such an affirmation for them. So you know, we talk about your grandfather, uh, you know, working working with Ford Motor Company for all these years. I get it. I mean, it, it it's it's just uh, you know they're 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 a great company. You know, when you're when you're in the city of Detroit, you see uh, you see a lot of great and you see a lot of uh, a lot of sad because uh, you know how much the industry has taken a hit over the years and uh, how much the city has taken a beating over the years. But uh, you know, I keep um, I keep uh, praying for positive things for that city. I just I, I love that city. I went back to my old, uh, you know, the old house there uh, off of Eight Mile uh, uh, a couple of years back. Did uh, as a matter of fact, we uh, took the product per- per- uh, the production company there and shot shot uh, uh, an episode uh, in Detroit. And uh, part of it was going back to the old house. And oh my lord, seeing that neighborhood just just beat to death. It just it just tears your heart out. But uh, there's a lot of good in that city, and I, I I keep praying for more positive things in that city. Yeah, I I agree totally. Um, being a first time to see it, um, you know, saw a lot of majestic stuff, saw a lot of great things. Uh, yeah. And and then like you said, there's other places too, but but that's anywhere. But I, I think it, you know it, it's always going to be what it is, and eventually it'll it'll jump back to pristine form. But I hope know, so. It's still I a beautiful so. place. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. A lot of rich history, a lot of rich mu- uh, music, be- beautiful countryside, um, you know, uh, not just the, the city itself, but, you know, venturing around. Uh, it was, I was a long way from the house <laughs> and uh, yeah. took my daughter for my birthday. So um, I wanted to, you know, I want to talk more about your dad. I know you loved him and you were very proud of him, and, and I appreciate family and, and, uh, and good family. But I actually saw, I didn't see him with them, but my father is a, a Southern gospel musician. I saw them in Nashville, the Cathedral Quartet. It was probably 1990 or better when I was a young guy. 
Oh, man, you're talking to my heart now. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Josh, uh, you know, my father, uh, he was the biggest influence on my life. Uh, you know, this, this, this guy, my dad was, you know, he was uh, a musician since he was a kid. And then, uh, you know, he, uh, then he was uh, Special Forces, uh, Green Beret, uh, paratrooper, the whole bit, uh, played hockey for, for the Army. Uh, you know, when 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 he was discharged and came out came out of the army, uh, uh, was uh, was back in the city of Detroit. He was doing music. He was a pitcher. Uh, the Tigers wanted to draft him because nice. uh, he was a left-handed pitcher. He's just he, he, he he's one of those Renaissance men. He is, this 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 guy could do anything, and uh, you know he just he brought me up in uh, in music. Brought me up in in cars, in in motorcycles, in respecting our nation, in respecting our military, in loving our Lord. Uh, you know, just brought me up in 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 all the things that I look at and I go, that's what's right. And uh, um, I'm just uh, I, I miss him every day. I've, 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 I lost him in '08, and I've never. Never gotten past it, never gotten over it. Um, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him and, and, and the things that he instilled in me. So, you know, when I when I look at my life, I'm I'm just trying to fill some really big shoes. And uh, you mentioned the uh, the Cathedral Quartet. You know, that was that was one of, one of his you know huge accomplishments right there was uh, was was starting the Cathedral Quartet. It actually started with the Cathedrals. It was a it was a trio. It was uh, it was my father Danny Coker that and then uh, and then it was George Yance and Glenn Payne and it was a trio. And then later they added Bobby Clark, uh, the uh, the tenor, and uh, and then it became officially the Quartet. And uh, and the Cathedral Quartet, man, they're still they're still going today. You know, the, of course, members have changed over the years, but uh, mm-hmm. but they're still they're still out there doing it today. And um, man, good lord, you had to go there, Josh, didn't you? <laughs> you had, had to had to go get had to go get my throat all thick. <laughs> uh, well, it's just you know I I studied you know I I dug, I dug a little deeper other than you know the show and the music and found out about your dad and. And the way you talk about him and others and how he's mentioned, you know, online and everything. Uh, first of all, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. I can tell you come from good stock just by how you treat people, you know, and, and how you conduct yourself. But it's it's always it's always good to have, uh, you know, a good family unit. I, I can't express that enough. But, you know, like my family being a music family and yours, it just – I've always admired you because you know so much about so much. But then when I found out you are doing music, I was like, this guy has too much talent for one body. I had to dig a little <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I'm 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 just doing the best I can. I, you know, I tell people all the time, what I am is I'm I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I really am. I, uh, you know, we've all got our challenges every day. That's just life, and uh, and there's ups and downs every day. That's just life. But but you know, I'm 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 blessed in the fact that I get to do the things that I'm passionate about. And um, and I'm fortunate that that those things pay the bills, and and I can employ great people that that I work with, and um, and and I get to do those things that uh, that are close to my heart. But but so much of it is an extension of of my father and the way that he brought me up and the path that he set me on, and uh, and I um, I'm I'm still on it. 
you know, uh, he uh, he was the music director. Good Lord, I can't I can't believe where this conversation's going, Josh. I can't believe he did this. <laughs> so, uh, 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 you know, he my, my my father was music director for you know the Reverend Rex Humbard out of Cleveland, Ohio for. Wow, uh, yeah. Uh, my lord for 20 years he was with he was with uncle rex i call him uncle rex and and mm-hmm. uh uncle rex was uh, he was elvis's pastor and <laughs> uh and uh you know uncle rex he you know he left us i'm guessing maybe 10 years ago now you know he went he went to heaven but um you know there's a there's a a, a large connection between the family and Elvis and 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 all of that, all of that. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy. I I I don't know, man. I'm 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 merely uh, part two of uh, of what was before me, and uh, and what was before me was uh, was fantastic and 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 better than I. And I just do my best to uh, to try and fill those shoes the best that I can. Well, I hear you. Well, you. You're doing a fantastic job. Let me just tell you, from from a fan and uh, I guess a regular person's perspective, uh, I admire the hustle and 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 I, I appreciate I know, it. I know. I appreciate I know, yeah, it. You know, that, I, definitely. Yes. Yeah. I'm as I'm as I'm as normal guy as the next guy. You know, next to me, man. You know, it's that's it's, it's why I like when. You know, we go out on the road, or we go uh, uh, to to events. If it's if it's a, if it's an automotive event, and 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 I go to an event like that, you know, uh, I'm the same guy that 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 you see on TV, or or if if the band is out traveling and we're playing, I'm the same guy. And so, uh, you know, I love to be able to spend time with the fans and with the people because uh, you know we're all the same. We're all the same. All, all we're 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 all created equal, and uh, and it's just uh, it's just it's it's just a blessing to be able to uh to be with good people so you know i'm well, you, you 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 meet me on the phone you meet me in person you meet me wherever it's it's the same guy i'm just i'm just i don't know how to be anybody different so i'm just thankful yeah <laughs> um it just made me think while you're saying that is that i i call it myself there's a there's a certain element in people that they have what i call like a soul shine or a soul glow it just radiates out of them naturally they just they have an ability in them to bring out better in others. And I have a friend named Sam Madewell who is a dynamite guitar player. He's a utility guy here in Nashville. And then, you know, I've met others, but but you have that radiation too. And an ADD-driven guy like me tries to surround myself with people like that because you guys <laughs> always have the, the right mentality, and I've always appreciated that kind of positivity. Another thing I wanted to mention is that I was reading some things, and what the fans have to say about you is what you said, you know, a real guy. And uh, What people really admire is they'll say, like, you'll see a little kid or a person who's disabled or has some kind of illness or something. If you see them out in the crowd, you guys don't hesitate to bring them to the front. And that means so much to those people and, and other people in general. That's just why you're on life, why, why you're on this earth, you're just supposed to make it better than, than, than when you found it, I guess you should Amen. say. Amen. It's, 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 it's it's the truth, brother, and, and and you know that's what we should be doing because you know you 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 look out you look out around a crowd and you and you see you see people like you were talking about you know and and uh, and 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 you notice somebody who who maybe has uh, some struggles in their life you you can you can see it and you can you can notice it be it you know be it a physical struggle or you, you see somebody that you can just tell that's got something on their mind or whatever and, you know and you just you want to reach out to those people and and uh, and and lift them up the 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 best that you can because uh, like I was saying everybody's got their own struggles in their life but but sometimes uh, you notice people that that 
that you can see it more outwardly. And so you, 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 you do your best to try and, even if it's for a minute, to make their life better for, for, for that minute. You know, I just, uh, I, I try. I do my best. You know, uh, it's just, you know, here's another thing, Josh. And again, I, I don't know what it is about you that you're bringing these things out in me, but I tell I tell people all the time, if you see anything good in me, if you see anything good in me, uh, that's the Lord. If you see anything bad in me, well, that's just I'm a human being and I can't help it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but 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 the good in me is is uh, is is the good Lord above. Uh, that that uh, you know, my father instilled in me growing up, and 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 uh, those are those are the things that uh, that I believe that uh, that God wants you to do is 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 try and spread love and 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 positive and and uplifting things to uh, to everybody the best that you possibly can, and uh, you know we all have our we all have our crosses to bear, but you know if we if we can. If we can help lift each other up in some way or another along the way, it's it's uh, it's a positive thing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, you're talking about talking to me about stuff. I've been told one of my blessings is the gift of running my mouth, which is why I started this podcast because it just comes natural to me. So we're you know as we're talking about talented. Uh, but speaking of the Lord, and, and I'm glad you got on that subject because I wanted to ask you: Are you an ordained minister? You know I am. Uh, and 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 I, it's it's uh, it's funny. Um, you know, originally I had I had done it because a, uh, a friend of mine uh, wanted me to do his wedding, and uh, and so you know, growing up in the church, and I know a lot of people. You know, you can just go online and you know get get your paperwork or blah blah blah. But for me, you know, I grew up in the church. And uh, so for me, it's it's real. It's 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 not just a slip of paper. It's real. And so uh, you know, I take it seriously. And 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 um, yeah, I am I am an ordained minister. And uh, uh, initially uh, did it for uh, for uh, wedding purposes, which which I have I think I've done uh, seven weddings I think now in my life. Uh, you know, uh, uh, officially. Uh, you know, for for people that are very close to me, but. Uh, but you know, I take it seriously. It's 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 not just a slip of paper for me. I'm I'm I I mean it. That's cool. No, I, I believe you totally. Uh, you're speaking to the choir, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, and you know, hey, you can you can be around me, and 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 you know, there are nights that uh, that uh, you know, I'm 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 crazy. You know, do I enjoy my Jack Daniels? Yes, I do. Do yeah. uh, Do I enjoy my rock and roll music? Yes, I do. Uh, uh, I'm just like anybody else, but, but the bottom line is, uh, instilled in my heart is, uh, is, is positive things from the good Lord above. And I, and I, I do my best to stand by them. Sure. Well, you know, if, if the good Lord come back, who's not to say if he was in Tennessee, he wouldn't go to Lynchburg and turn that water into some Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that. I look forward to that. <laughs> uh, well, one more question. Like I said, I appreciate you being just your time. I know you're super busy, but. You know, with friends like, you know, Vince Neal, who lives in Leapers Fork, and then in Columbia, Tennessee, where I live, they've got the American Pickers in several garages. Uh, do you spend any time out here, or do you tour out here? That was my main thing. Like, when are we going to see you out here doing some stuff? Out to Nashville? Yeah, it's booming, man. We need you. We need you to come man, rock I, and roll I, with us. Yeah. I'm ready, you know. Uh, uh, if you know if you know any any uh, any clubs out there that feels that feels like uh, booking a band that, that that would love to come and melt everybody's faces, uh, give me a call because uh, we're we're booking right now, uh, starting this summer. 
uh, and we're 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 booking dates. So I would love to come out to Nashville. I got I got friends in Nashville. You know Mark Slaughter. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know he and I we go back a hundred years at least. Uh, he's there, you know. Vince Neil now lives out there. Vince yep. and I, we got we got a lot of history together, and you know this 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 good lord. The uh, well, like I'm telling you, you you know, every, there's so much so much great music in Nashville. We would be honored to come play in Nashville if someone will have us. We will will be there with no hesitation. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I, I I was gonna I'll mention this, but if I can, uh, I'll get a hold of your people, and uh, if you have like a uh, like a electronic press kit, I'll, got I'll, be it. Glad, I'll be glad to send out some feelers for you. I know enough people to be dangerous. We got it, man. You know, uh, uh, you, uh, you, you, you know, Kevin Mack. So, uh, uh, get a hold of Kev. He'll send you the kit and, uh, get it, get it in the right hands of the right people. And we'd love to come to Nashville and, and, and have a great time with everybody out there. Yeah, I definitely, I'd, I'd be there to rock with you. Um, one more story and then, and then we'll, we'll call it, but you'd mentioned Vince Neil, but, uh, here in Colombia, uh, the guys, American uh, picker guys, have this. Uh, I don't know if they're doing it right now because of the pandemic, but every first Saturday of the month, they let people bring out these pristine automobiles. Yeah. Vince Neil brought out one of his hot rods, and they had just released the dirt on Netflix. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Upon the first time of meeting him, I go, man, I can't even believe you're out in public right now. <laughs> How do you go to Walmart or, or, or anything? How do you <laughs> – you know, because, I mean, you guys just revamped everything. And he was like, uh, just, you know, just kind of casual, just one day at a time. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. he's cool cat, man. He's a cool cat. Vince and I, you know, we, we've, we've known each other for years. We've done business together. We've been friends together. Uh, uh, and we stay, you know, we stay in touch. And he's, he's a, he is a, a, a great, great guy. And, uh, you know, there's so much to offer there. Uh, and and I'm, 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 I'm glad he's in Nashville because that's, that's, a, that's a great city for him. And, and uh, I look forward to hugging his neck again. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, well. The, uh, what was his hot rod? What did, what did he bring? Um, it was, uh, I don't, I'm not very sad when it comes to it, but they were calling it, it was like a rod that was an assembly of different vehicles. It was like more than one automobile. Okay. Does that make any sense? I don't know if you call that a rat rod or something, but it was, it had flames shooting out of it, you know, all the bells and whistles. Uh, I, nice. I wouldn't really know what you would call it, but it was cool. Nice. Yeah, he, well, Vince has always had great taste in cars, man. He's, yeah. he's always had great cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I know he's still got a bunch of them, too, so he's, he's, he's definitely a for-real car guy. I, uh, I'm a Mopar man, so I, I nice. um, uh, they had an original Dodge Brothers. I don't, well, I don't, my, my original, I mean, like 1900 or something, so I was really kind of eyeballing that. But yeah, he, he So what would be car. your go-to car, Josh? If you, if you could just say, okay, I got to have this, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. Uh, right now, uh, uh, of course, the 69 Charger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gorgeous car. I got, Gorgeous I got car. one more kid still paying child support on, and then I should be good to go. Amen, brother. Amen. Let me know. Let me know when you're ready for that '69 Charger, man. I'll see what I can't find. I've I've uh, I've built a few of them, and uh, I love the '69 Chargers, man. They're gorgeous. Yeah, you have uh, you have turned uh, turned them into artwork. But uh, hey, thank Appreciate you so much. You're actually on my 100th episode, which comes out. I'll probably post it on Saturday, so I don't disrespect the Lord. But uh, I'll reach out for that press kit, and I'll try my best to uh, to get you here so we can enjoy you uh, in Nashville style. 
I'm honored to be a part of this. I'm honored to be a part of the hundred uh, the hundred episode. Congratulations on your one hundred episodes. Here's to the next one hundred. Thank you. And thank you. Uh, Josh, you call on me anytime, brother. We'll chat oh. about whatever you want to. I will appreciate it very much. You have a good rest of your day. You rock, brother. I'll see you soon. All right, bye. All right, brother. Peace. On the podcast this week, we have a young man who's making quite a splash in professional wrestling. Chad Lennox recently participated in the Rhodes Wrestling Academy, catching the eye of Dustin Rhodes. We're going to talk to him about that, his wrestling career, and a whole bunch of other awesome stuff. That's next on the Uncharted Podcast. Chad Lennox, uh, let me just say, I watched you uh, on the Rhodes Wrestling Academy. Uh, kudos, man. Uh, very, very entertaining to watch. Um, you know, I'm, my, one of my favorite parts is the mic work. I don't know exactly what it's called, but you've got that mastered. And then a main event, which was really impressive, the wrestling skills in its own right. Um, uh, and I, I heard you're a local boy, I guess, Middle Tennessee. Let's, let's just dig in all the way. What's, uh, what's your story, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it, you know, that, that showcase was certainly something, something special. Feel very honored that, you know, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Rhodes Wrestling Academy, not only, you know, accepted me into, into the Academy, but also trusted me with an event spot. Um, and I think we, we certainly performed. Uh, yeah. So to answer your question about middle Tennessee, I'm actually from California. Um, me and me and sorry about that. I know me and my, uh, me and my friends, uh, grew up there loving wrestling. Um, it's really all we thought about all we did. And then his family ended up moving uh, to the Nashville area. So I would say we were probably 12 or 13 years old. And then I <laughs> being 18 and, you know, still wanting to wrestle and, and wanting to live his dream. Uh, we decided, Hey man, why don't you just move out here? You got nothing going on. You just graduated high school. So I packed up and drove from California to, to middle Tennessee. And uh, we got trained in uh, 2011. Um, and uh, we wrestled locally around Nashville and around the Alabama area uh, as the Hollistar brothers um, for, for a couple years. And then, you know, that's some other, you know, personal stuff happens. Um, I had my, my father in California got, a little ill. My grandmother was ill at the same time. And it was just one of those things where I got pulled out of it. But then, you know, when you, when you get the bug, you have the bug. Um, and I always was, you know, kind of eking my way into little things here and there over the years. Um, and then I decided like, you know, I feel like I'm meant to do this. So, oh, you know, why am I giving myself an excuse to, to, to not do it? And then uh, Dustin, Dustin Rose is like, Hey, I'm opening this academy. I applied for it. He accepted me and, uh, I moved to Texas. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go all in. <laughs> and, uh, I'm in, I'm in Texas now in Austin and loving it out here and, you know, trying to do the Rhodes Academy proud. So that's, that's kind of, kind of just a brief nutshell, uh, background for me. That's cool. Yeah. You could tear off the bat. I have ADD three questions at once, but, um, the reason I brought up middle Tennessee, obviously, is like I said, uh, my boss, man, who's a great guy, uh, Mr. Zach Swan, I've watched a lot of uh, Gary Swan um, you know, <laughs> as a fan of comedy um, and, um, you know, didn't really put two and two together. And then, of course, he's boasting about you on Instagram. Being a fan of wrestling that I am, I, I love it very much. 
and I watched, and I was just, like I said, just impressed because you can tell you have the passion for it, and, and it's exciting. And, like, the, the way you were interacting with the uh, the host, I'm not familiar with his name. I apologize. Um, yeah, no worries. But, yeah, <laughs> right before you uh, went up there to wrestle, I was like, man, he is that guy's got it because, like, you, you keep it entertaining, and you can tell you're, you're in it to win it. So uh, you got a fan in me, and I just uh, I really enjoyed it, and I just wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit how it all came to be. But, yeah, Mr. Rhodes, uh, I, I know him as Gold Dust. I mean, I'm sure he's yeah. done different now um, in, in AEW, but um, what an honor to have a guy like that, uh, you know, a tried-and-true vet to, to uh, really enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, you couldn't ask for a better coach. I mean, he is the most passionate person I've ever met in my life. And you think about the lineage, his father, Dusty Rhodes, one of the, one of the top talkers of all time in professional wrestling. Um, so Dustin, you know, I think I naturally just sort of have, it's one of those things you get the gift of gab and you know, my father is an entertainer. He, he was a, a stage actor. So I kind of grew up around it. Um, and then having Dustin just tweak little things here and there, it's so important in wrestling. Um, so, you know, and, and, Thank you for plugging Gary Swan. Also, just a little YouTube, <laughs> little yeah. YouTube thing that we, that we've been doing. Um, as you can tell, we we also have ADD, and we need to keep ourselves entertained. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. So, so back to California now. Uh, you're in Austin, just as Joe Rogan did. You all moved there. What's, uh, <laughs> yep. I, I just heard his podcast. I hope you don't sue me for mentioning his name, but he was talking to Undertaker. I'm assuming Undertaker lives up there as well. Yes, he certainly does. He actually lives pretty close to the school. Um, and, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be involved with this school for the long run. Um, I finished the camp, but I'm going to be hanging around there and helping Dustin out with some stuff. So, hey, who knows, man? Maybe maybe old, uh, old me, Mark Calloway, will drop by sometime. He's, he's pretty That's close. It. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so so uh, is AEW in your future, or, or what, what, are you, what are you trying – what's the next step? Hey, man, that's, that's the goal. Um, you know, I think – it's one of those things where I, I have a feeling big things are coming. It's just one of the, you know, nobody can, can do the work for you. So it's kind of like maybe I'll get some opportunities in front of me, um, but it's my my responsibility to kick that door down and, and really make the most of it. Um, I'm just, you know, like I said, I have Dustin behind me, which is probably the best person to uh, have in your yeah. corner in that situation. And, you know, maybe you'll see some big things out of me. I don't know. That's that's too cool. What about um, – I, I thought – did you have a birthday recently? What did you do to celebrate? I did. Um, I uh, had the day off of training, um, but I think the day before um, we were doing something, and so I was I was taking Epsom salt baths so that my uh, my body didn't collapse. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you know, I, I'm pretty – all of my energy comes out in wrestling. When I'm not in the ring or, or doing a promo, I'm, I'm pretty relaxed, man, just, just, just hanging out, you know, trying some Austin beers. I got you. Um, you did come also, like I said, in the wrestling mat. They really impressed me. I don't know what that little flip you did was called, but where you, you know, right there is the introduction. That that takes quite some athleticism. athleticism. <laughs> that's hey, that's that's the key. I'm not naturally athletic, so I try to throw a couple of things in there that give the illusion that I'm athletic, and then maybe yeah. people will just start thinking that. So. <laughs> right on. Uh, now, are are you um, heel or face? What 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 are you aspiring to be? Oh man, Chad Lennox is the uh, the biggest baby face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Chad Lennox is uh, my my gimmick is very um, ri- growing up very privileged, spoiled brat, um, just 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 kind of the worst person. Almost a little bit of a frat boy thrown in there too. It's just a just an icky combination of human being, um, and uh, it's the most fun to <laughs> to portray those characters because I can get away with pretty much anything, um, yeah. and that's that's the fun part. So 
That's great, fantastic. Yeah, and uh, now uh, are you are you gonna have merch available? Because like I know I'm gonna I'm gonna be on board once you get some. Yes, absolutely. I'm actually working with several designers um, right now to get some uh, T-shirt logos and, and maybe some hats and, and some things like that uh, created. So as soon as those launch, I'll make sure to, to shoot you a message and cool. people can find me. Find me on Twitter at Chad Lennox Rules. Uh, you can see my life there as well. Perfect. That's all. That's what I was going to ask about your social media. Well, hey, man, thank you so much. Uh, safe travels. Uh, you know, good well wishes. Happy birthday. Belated. And Thank you. Nothing but good things for your family and yourself. And uh, I'm going to be keeping up with you, man. And uh, I see nothing but big things. I wanted to grab you before you got too big to talk to a little guy like myself. <laughs> well, I appreciate you reaching out and having me on. I'm more than happy to do it anytime, man. Hey, if AW is my future, give me a call hey, again. I, I believe so. I think you're going to the tippity top. And that wraps up episode 100 of the Josh Belcher Uncharted podcast. Special thanks to guests Danny Count Coker and Chad Lennox. And most importantly, thank you, the listener. Because like I've said a hundred times now, <laughs> without you, there'd be no point in doing this. I appreciate you taking the time. You could be doing anything. Uh, but you're here supporting my podcast that I enjoy doing. So thank you so very, very much. It's been an awesome hundred. Uh, God willing, I do a hundred more. Uh, so uh, stay tuned. Have a happy, safe, and peaceful Easter, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. This is Josh Belcher of the Uncharted Podcast saying I love you for you and where you're at in life. All right, catch you next time. Take care.